Hi everyone, and welcome to the Magical Spotlight series brought to you by Themed Millennials. We are facilitating interviews with cast members and team members to give you, the listener, a behind-the-scenes look with the people who make the magic. Enjoy. Whether she's flying over the yellow brick road in a bubble on the national tour of Wicked or exploring the big blue world at Finding Nemo the Musical, my next guest has been described by critics as a pure delight. Please welcome my new friend, Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer. Hey, Liam. (laughs) How are you? I am so good. How are you? You know, I am surviving. Um, Jennifer, when I was like prepping this interview, you've had a career, mind you, I want to start off by saying congratulations because you're recently, by recently, like eight months, been married. Yes, yeah. That it was amazing. It was crazy. We got married. I I booked Wicked and then um, I had to go out there and then I was like, "Uh, can I have two weeks off to get married? (laughs) And they were so gracious and let me leave to get married. And then I came back and everything was the same you were like, like I, I still have my job i still have my job and yeah, was, you're just looking around incredible. you're like am i good yeah i debuted like three weeks before we got married in my ensemble oh, wow. track and then as soon as we got married went back and we were in portland and i did my glinda put in and yeah it was crazy That's, whirlwind that literally sounds like your life changed in under a month oh oh yes yes in a week that yeah it was crazy is, nuts but i know all of my listeners are like oh my god she's glinda on the road that's exciting and i said (laughs) and it is really exciting but we know where you started jennifer Mm -hmm. we know where you started in good old-fashioned orlando oh yeah the big oh where does it uh what where are you from what does it say on your disney name tag yeah well i have two i have had actually i've had several disney name tags i've worked for the company on and off for years and years. I okay. I actually started with the company. I worked when when there was an ESPN zone in Times Square. During oh, college, yeah, yeah. I worked there. And, of course, it said Houston Astros on my name tag. God bless. Because <laughs> um, I'm originally from Houston, Texas, so that's the short answer. But um, on my – I lived in – I went to college in New York. Uh, and so – on my name tag, it said when I worked for, I then worked for the cruise line. Um, it said oh. New York City. So that was amazing. Yeah, I, I was so fortunate to, I took a year off college after my junior year and I got to be in the closing cast of Hercules the musical. So Jennifer, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> if I could have found a photo of that, I would have known. What did you do in Hercules the Musical on the cruise ship? Yes, I was panic of pain and pain (laughs) and Hades. I'm losing my mind. (laughs) That, thank God, honestly, thank God. Oh, Uh, so you took a year off from college. And where did you go to school? Yeah, I went to NYU for musical theater. Okay. And it was amazing. And um, yeah, I was, it was such an interesting, I was actually supposed to go and I had everything set up. I was going to go study abroad in London to study Shakespeare. And then I like 
randomly went to this like open call for Disney for Finding Nemo the Musical. And okay. I, you know, I got a call back and they just, they were so lovely and they were like, you know, actually we don't have any contracts available, but we love you. Would you be interested in a cruise line? And I was like, Disney has a cruise line? Like what? <laughs> You're like, sir. Um, and so that just all kind of happened pretty quickly. And I was like, well, I have to take this opportunity because wow, this is amazing. Yeah. Um. So you've done this cruise line contract. You come back to New York and I'm going to guess you finished school. Yes, I did. I finished up school pretty quickly. Um, and then just started auditioning, and that's actually, that's like when I got my equity card, I did an off-Broadway mm-hmm. show. Um, Called In Transit? Is this In Transit? Oh, what no. Is this? I didn't do In Transit, but oh, my great friend Hannah, who also works for Disney, did the original mm. In Transit. Yes. I remember there was a girl at Disney who did In Transit. That's all I remember. I was like, are you it, Jennifer? <laughs> no, it's Hannah Laird, and she is fierce and flawless. She works at Finding Nemo as well and with Voices of Liberty, and her voice is just incredible. We've gotten to do a lot of productions around Orlando together, including... You did Drood together. We did Drood, and we did the all-female version of 1776, which is now coming the Broadway. Only, so the, only, the only reason you should do 1776 now. Duh. So what what started the process of, like, you re-auditioning for Nemo? Because, like, you just said you had previously auditioned for Nemo, and they were like, nah, to the cruise line you go. So you came back, you're in New York, and, and what started the process that initially got you the full-time job at Nemo? Yeah, so... It was so funny. I, you know, how things always work. You're like settled and you're like, oh, finally my apartment looks great. I just did all these renovations. We just painted. Everything's awesome. I love my life. And then you get this audition and, um, and you know, like life just kind of gets turned on its head. So sure. I had basically been auditioning for Nemo for like something like five years and it was just, the timing just was never right. And then... Um, one of my friends was getting married and we were doing her bachelorette down in Florida and I was like, you know what? I really miss the cruise line. I'd really like to audition for the cruise line again. Let me do that. And, um, and so I reached out and I was like, Hey, I'm going to be in Florida. Anyway, I can come in and get seen. And I packed, you know, my audition book and I packed an outfit in case they said yes. And literally, as I was sitting on the flight, I got an email being like, "Yeah, we want to see you, but we want to see you for Nemo." And and I was you like, "You went this thing again?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh gosh," and um, yeah, it was just crazy. And so I went to that audition, um, and I about a month later, I was realizing I was like, "Man, I never heard anything back from them." And literally that day, I got a call, and they were like, "We want to see you again." And I said, okay, cool, I can't come to Florida. Are you going to be in New York? And they said, "Mm mm-hmm. And so I went in and got to be seen in New York. And I guess maybe two weeks later, I got the job offer. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. When it came to the initial call, like, what did you even sing for that? Like, what did you sing for for Nemo? Um, For, like, the first time that I went in ever of my own material? Yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah. For... Because usually when you when they bring you back, they have you do callback stuff, like yeah. material from the show. Um, but when I originally went in, I did a song from the musical My Favorite Year. I did Funny. Um, oh, fun. I did a cut from that. But, yeah, it was so interesting, my journey with the material, because I remember I was, like, I was such a dumb kid. Like, <laughs> that 
I mean, if anybody's heard Finding Name in the Musical, you can, you realize, oh, it's actually really high. Um, yeah. Especially, that's my dad. Um, so, I remember one audition that I had, and it was in front of the original director. And I don't know what possessed me to be like, yeah, they won't mind if I just take a second in the room because this is really hard to hit this note. So I was like, oh, just give me a second. And I literally bent over upside oh. down and like basically put my head between my legs and was going like, ah, ah, like trying to get my voice in the right position. I, what was I doing? What was I doing? Oh, so needless God. to say, probably a reason I didn't get the job that time. They were probably like, this girl is insane. Um Hey, you need to make sure that you can sing it. Yeah. Yeah, by the last few auditions, it wasn't an issue anymore. <laughs> you were like, at this point, I was like, if you don't want me at this point. <laughs> it's, like... it's like, you guys have legitimately seen me grow up in this process. Yeah. That's actually crazy. In like hindsight, looking back on it, are you like, whoa, I was like a kid at the beginning. And I was kind of like, oh, not so much of a kid towards the later end of when you actually booked it. Oh, yeah. And it was just, it just like, it's much like my journey with Wicked, right? Like, I just realized how similar, you know, you audition for something once and you're like, well, I'm perfect for this. And you might be right, but you also might have quite a ways to grow before you're perfect for that Mm -hmm. cast that is there at that moment. And you know, you can be perfect for something, but not ready for it yet. So, Mm. so that like, really, I've been able to see that over the course of the jobs that I've been so blessed to be a part of. And, and it's, and I'm honestly grateful. I feel like sometimes it can feel really like restless and you can kind of feel like you're wrestling with something, but the minute you give in and just say, whenever works, I, you know what I mean? Just like, it's like the minute that you don't care is the in all the best possible ways is the minute it kind of goes your way, I think. Oh, 100%. It's, I always call I call it caring in the right ways, but not caring in the right ways. It's like this funny, funny thing. But by the time, so you moved your entire life to Florida, I'm guessing, because you were there for a few years, yeah? Yeah, I was there for almost five years. And I, yeah, and I was, I you know, I... I have such a love for New York. That's why I went back. And um, it was so funny. Before I left, I like signed a contract on, of course, a um, paper towel with my roommates that was like, I will come back in seven months when my contract is mm-hmm. up. Well, okay. we framed it. It's like, wow, I definitely didn't do that. But, <laughs> but I had like... This is where, you know, you just realize your friends are so incredible. My friends, I mean, who doesn't want to go to Disney World? So my friends came and visited me all the time, and I went back to New York. And the last year um, before I left my contract, I was in New York like 11 times because I was still auditioning. I kept my apartment in New York for like two years um, and was just subletting. And then finally I was like, okay... I'm going to stay here for a little a while. So let me just, if I, it, it, to the point where if I do go back, um, I'm going to just want a completely new space anyway to make new memories. Sure. So, yeah. but yeah, it was, I mean, 
it was incredible. So I stayed for like four and a half years. And then right at the end, it happened like a whirlwind. I booked the um, co-production of Freaky Friday with Heidi Blickenstaff mm. and Emma Hunton. So yeah. I had to like basically, I found out like two weeks um oh like in the middle of your nemo contract you essentially found out that you got freaky friday yeah yeah and like i remember i was it was such a strange occurrence that happened i was in new york it's so funny that you would mention in transit because i was going to see in transit (laughs) and um i think i was at least in december which is even funnier and goes a level deeper because my first Glinda on tour was Erin Mackey and Marianne Torres was our alphaba. She she's the alphaba that I made my debut with, and they were both in in transit. That the oh the fact that they were there when I came in was just like on masterclass every night. They're just flawless, um, so and they're so just good. really kind, amazing human beings. Um, but. But yeah, I was like just sitting at dinner, getting ready to, and and I just remember being asked like, "Oh, well, what's your what's your out at Nemo?" And I was like, "Uh, two weeks, I think." But for like yeah. to leave to do like basically a tour of this new show, I think they'd understand. And it was like this whirlwind, crazy thing, and I got the call and i was like i guess i'm going on tour like (laughs) walls and how long was that tour um that was about six months we did it was like um we started at la jolla playhouse in california then we went to cleveland playhouse in um cleveland ohio and then we finished up at the alley theater in houston my hometown which was amazing oh that's so cool that is actually super neat and as i was doing research of like freaky friday and stuff it's it, it's essentially a brand new musical written by Tom Kitt and who else? Who else Brian wrote it? Who wrote... Yeah. Oh, wow. It was the same team as Next to Normal. That's same so cool. Team. Yeah, they're incredible. That's and if you can get your crazy. hands on, because the movie is so great as well. But mm. I'm, of course, biased to the stage show. The stage show is just incredibly powerful. Um, yeah. But I'm like looking at like the your career so far, and I feel like it is like all of these things were like, a prelude to what your current gig now is now which is of course wicked on tour yeah it's amazing oh it's so good so like tell me everything what was the because it sounds like you you auditioned a few times and it seemed like the last one was really the the you know really got you in the door <laughs> yeah yeah so wicked is like this it's like a like anything on broadway or on or like a national tour is just like a tough nut to crack like you're um, you have to kind of be at the right place at the right time with the right amount of preparation. <laughs> um, yeah. And, um, yeah, so I found out on a Thursday um, around, like, 5 o'clock, 5.30 or 6, um, that I was being called in the next day at noon <laughs> to, sing said, mm. for, um, to sing for Stephen Aramis. <laughs> oh wow and i was like okay well i've never sung for him before but okay here we go and yeah. it was for ensemble the ensemble track covering glinda and it was for either broadway or for the tour and oh, wow. and i like i remember getting that and looking at my fiance and being like 
you know that now that we're getting married in like a month, I am probably going, like, I have a really crazy feeling that this is the time, like, this is going to happen. Wow. And he was just so supportive and, and was just like, well, we're just going to take it as it comes. So let's just get you that audition. Mm. And so, um, I, it was crazy because I had never sung the soprano one packet that they added to the packet. So I was like, oh my gosh, I really need to get a voice lesson because I have to go in and like sing this high B flat and, um, you know, and I want to prep all this other stuff, but I've never sung this before. And I have less than like 12 hours really to get this in my voice. So sure. I texted a woman that I, I work with sometimes and I was, um, she works with Liz Kaplan's studios in New York. And I was like, okay, I have an audition tomorrow. I know it's six o'clock. Can you see me in the morning? Can you like, She's like, my earliest that I have is at one. So I said, okay. And she's like, but I'm going to a midnight showing tonight of this show. So I can do like a 9 p.m. lesson if you want. (laughs) And I was just like, oh my gosh, absolutely. Yes, I'll see you then. So that was just incredible. And the next day I just, you know, I got up and I went to the audition. I felt great about it. And then found out on Monday that they wanted to see me on Tuesday to dance um uh so I went to the dance callback and I got kept through to the partnering portion and I partnered and then I was like okay I've done everything that I can do and you know um the next day I was on my way to my survival job and I got to my survival job and I was starting to set up um and I got a phone call from my manager and I was like oh gosh and Mm. she told me she's like you're getting an offer <laughs> and I was just like oh my goodness so I I call I somehow was able to call my mom and then be like hold on one second call my dad put him on the line say hold on one second call my fiance put everyone on the line together and I was like hey is everyone here and they were all there and uh, and be like so I'm getting an offer for the national tour of wicked and they like I caught them all off guard somehow and somehow they just all like started freaking out and it was amazing wow yeah and i bet you felt like a hero going into that survival job oh my gosh i was just like i was barely able to focus really the rest of the time oh my gosh Um, i mean how how can you focus (laughs) yeah yeah truly and and i was standing there and um one of the vendors that was at like the booth next to me i went to college with (gasps) and and she was like and i you know i told her I had told her, you know, oh, she's asking me how auditions are going. And I was like, well, I was just in final callbacks for Wicked. And she was there when I got the phone call. And when I hung up, wow. she looked at me and she was like, Jennifer, did you just book Wicked? And I was like, yes. <laughs> Crying. Just oh, tears. Just a mess. <laughs> just tears. And when it comes to, like, being on the road, right, mm-hmm. is there some sort of level of, like, how do you handle the maintenance? Because, I mean, I feel like to a certain extent, like, Nemo low-key kind of prepped you for that kind of stuff because Nemo is, like, relentless. You'd have to do that three or four times a day. Oh, yeah. Like, how do you, how did the maintenance on the road, especially, like, with the fact that you do, you have your ensemble track, but you yeah. also cover Glinda. So, like, has there been any situations where you're, like they literally call you five minutes before a curtain and you're like, oh, just kidding. You're on for Glinda today. Or is it, Ooh. or is, has that ever happened? That has never happened to me. 
that I have seen that ha I've seen a Micho swap out for a Fiero and for a Nessa. Oh, poor Nessa. <laughs> I know. And I've seen a mid uh I've seen like a Nessa go on like 10 minutes before curtain. Jeez, um, poor Nessa. as well, which is just like, oh gosh, this is crazy. Um mm. but well, fortunately, I've always had, you know, at least two hours, an hour and a half notice, mm. um, which has been great. Um, yeah. Yeah, which, like, gives me an opportunity to be like, okay, cool, let me make sure that I can go over my script, let me make sure that I can get there in enough time to, like, pay attention to all the little details of, like, makeup and just everything, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, but it's just, like... And the coolest feeling to get that call it's like you went from like one magical place to another literally truly truly and tell me about that first time you went on the bubble girl how did oh, it feel my gosh okay so it was like it was actually almost it was three days ago last year it was august 3rd oh wow I made my debut um and i had two weeks prior i had done my put-in so it was still really fresh um, and I had like probably done some rehearsals as well, but I got, uh, we were in Eugene, Oregon, um, and I got a text at like, gosh, maybe 11, 15 or something. It was like, would you like to make your debut today? And I was like, uh, yes, yes, I would please. <laughs> um, yes. so and it was, it was while I was on the phone, I think with my husband, and I was oh. like, gotta go, gotta warm up, bye. <laughs> I was like, hope um, you're okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, so we, I just went and I got ready and I was sitting there and I was just like, what is about to happen? And yeah, I just remember, yeah, I just remember getting in the bubble and going up and being like, what? in the world because I had never understudying is such a strange thing right like I had never worked with Marianne before so oh. the first time I worked with her was when it was like five till half hour and it was like let's do the fight call oh and, yeah and she was like hey you're gonna be great and I'm like okay <laughs> um and yeah, and I, I mean, I've said this before, but the best way to describe it is just like you're on, you're like in a car going 90 and you're not driving. <laughs> um, and you don't know where you're going. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, you're like, okay, my seatbelt is on and I'm like doing my best not to lose my cool because here we go. And so much of this show like is on my shoulders, you know? So yeah. Um, but it was like, it was such a special, special debut. I felt, I felt so great. Um, yeah, it was really special. Um, well, and like that, sh and the show, of course, is such a pinnacle of, of at least of my, of my childhood. Because like I said, I was, I mean, I must have been, I think I saw it in the West, I saw Adina Menzel's Last Night in Wicked oh. in the West End. Oh my and gosh. It was, monstrous and i didn't know that i mean i was a kid i didn't know where i was going my dad is not a theater parent he didn't know what he was doing so we just got to see adina menzel's last night and i just Casual. remember i'm like yeah right i'm like humble break but 
those moments of like the bubble of the of of course Elphaba flying of Ness's wheelchair going crazy oh, like yeah. those special moments I feel have been such a like pinnacle of your life there are little moments of like pure mm-hmm. magic that obviously um you've been blessed with but also audience members have been blessed with um they've gotten to see your talent they've gotten to see these amazing stories and whether you're on for glinda or you're on your ensemble track like you're still affecting people and i think of like those moments of like me as a kid watching the show like there is a small jennifer somewhere in the audience right watching you as glinda Uh. like that is such a cool idea it's it's just incredible to like Oh, you know, like some of my favorite performances, honestly, are when we have these huge high school groups. Um, like a crazy. That, yeah, and they've like never, like some of these kids have never even heard of Wicked and like, because they're just like not theater families, you know? So like, yeah, they, and they're doing this through their school or through some like program and they're like all coming and like the audience is literally filled with students. But you know, like, hearing an audience erupt like that and just be, like, genuinely surprised and overjoyed that they just cannot contain it is just, like, the best feeling, you know? Yeah. And you're in that bubble hanging out? Oh, my gosh. The best. The best. The absolute best. Um, do you have a favorite song in Wicked? Because this is a constant fight, and now that I am talking to a Glinda, I can officially <laughs> fight for Glinda's material in the show. Because um, I think she gets the best material. Um, I agree. But what's your favorite song in Wicked? Oh, I just have so many. I really just love the whole score. It's really special. But I think that what Stephen Schwartz has done with the opening of act two thank yes. goodness yes into thank goodness oh. is just flawless you i think thank goodness is the best song in wicked and anyone can fight me on it a close second is wicked witch of the east the fact it's not on the cast recording somebody did someone dirty because wicked witch of the east because i know it's only a minute and a half two minutes but some of the best placement in the show i Amazing. honestly forget that it's there too like if i haven't seen knows. the show in years i'm always like wait nessa what you doing and she's singing (laughs) like and i'm just like wow okay okay it's it's thank you that's all i gotta say because that Mm -hmm. fulfilled me well whether it's on the road or right in the heart of animal kingdom uh jennifer you bring such honesty and heart to all of your roles so thank you for for making for making the magic dude but i want to i end this uh every interview with this question which is why did you make the magic I think because there's just nothing like seeing the the just like the look of let me start over there's nothing like seeing a father's eyes filled with tears as they sit next to their son watching Finding Nemo the Musical at the end and you know there's nothing like that or seeing a mother with her son or her daughter you know it's just there's nothing like it and I've been so lucky to experience Disney magic in so many ways um and being on the the giving side of it that that quote-unquote giving side of it but really I feel like we are 
receiving it just as much because it's just incredible to see how a performance can affect someone. It's just, there's nothing it's like magic. it. It's magic. Yeah. It's, and it's knowing that you've made a difference. I yeah. feel like that's, it's so fulfilling. It's so small, but it's so big at the same time. Yeah. Um, and I know for a fact that you've done that for many families and, of course, on the road in Wicked. You can find Jennifer on the road in Wicked the Musical when it finally comes back, when COVID is done, hopefully, in, the, in a few weeks, a few months. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But where can people find you on social media? Yeah, you can just follow me. Um, I'm at Jennifer Newberry, and I spell Jennifer with a with a nice little A in the middle. Instead She's a little of an different. I, yeah. Uh, if you want to follow at the Millennials at at the Millennials on Instagram, and you can follow me at at Liam Joshua Munn. But I will see you guys real soon. Bye, guys. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this extra episode from Theme Millennials. Go ahead and follow us at Themed Millennials on Instagram. Rate us on the podcast app and tune in next week.